Welcome to WDW for Families, the original family-friendly trip planning podcast, helping you plan your Disney vacations for over five years. All right, welcome to WDW for Families, and we're back. Yes. Woo-hoo! Is everybody excited to be back? Yeah, it's been a yes. long time coming. I know everyone missed us. Yeah, well, I'm very sorry that we had a delay. Let's tell everybody who's here first. Shelby is here. Jesse's here. Steph. Randy. Randy is here. Yes, Randy, the only one who hadn't spoken. You were holding out. I was holding out. All right, so one of our listeners, one of our favorite listeners, has been asking us for months to do a Disneyland show. We have done two Disneyland shows in the past. I think you need to own that they're your favorite listener because I love all of our listeners the same. I said one of our favorite okay, listeners. Okay, well, I love them all exactly <laughs> the same. I don't because okay. I don't know some of these people. <laughs> I, so, I'm just kidding. I know them all. So I, wow. I don't know who all listens to our podcast. I love everybody. I, I love them all equally. I know Kevin Curtis Allen. Okay. Not personally, but I know because he's been our most loyal listener yes. from day one. Mm-hmm. And I want to shout out to Kevin Curtis Allen. I, Randy, you're going to be over there in Europe. Maybe you can go see Kevin Curtis Allen. You're going to be there. I am going to be over there. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, oh, and I've been banging the table. That drives Shelby crazy. All right, so the um, Disneyland podcast is happening today. Woohoo! Yes. Who here has been to Disneyland? I have. There are three hands up currently. There are two hands that are not. So Mm -hmm. what we're going to do, the way we're going to do this, is what our friend Stephen Jerkins wanted us to do. Shout out to Stephen Jerkins. I just said shout out. Hello, Stephen. <laughs> what Stephen wanted us to do was to give a bit of a deeper dive into Disneyland. So while our listeners, uh, most of our listeners have probably not been to Disneyland. So I think we need to do a just kind of comprehensive Disneyland podcast if we can do that, if we can somehow pull that off. So first of all, what I'm going to ask, and this I have not asked them to do this yet. If Stephanie, if you'll concentrate on Disneyland itself, on the magical kingdom of Disneyland, Randy and I will okay. cover California Adventure. Okay. Randy and I will do that. And we will just kind of give a broad thing at first. Just kind of broad thing at first. Is that, are you okay with that? I'm fine. I'm, let's do it. Okay. Let's do this. And Shelby and Jesse are going to be our moderators slash question people. So I'll turn that over to them. And we'll start out. Is this good? Everybody good? Sure. All right. Great. All right. All right. So first question, we have been to Disney World, but we haven't experienced Disneyland. What would you say are the major differences right off the bat between Disney World and Disneyland? I would start with the size. So Disneyland is minuscule. The whole land, the whole complex, the whole thing is so much smaller than Disney World's amount of land Mm -hmm. that they have. Um, and so that's that's a huge difference. Um, it's stuck in the middle of Anaheim, right, and in, a, in a booming city. Uh, so that's a huge. Also, the size of the parks themselves then obviously are also smaller. Um, you may not notice it at first, but um, you just seem to – I feel like you fall out of one ride at, at Disneyland straight into another. Like even the, the width of the sidewalks and the walkways are just smaller. So I think overall it's a smaller park. Yeah, it would be like comparing a, like, or, you know, Disney World feels like a city. 
Like it has the size of a county, you know, like there's so much space there. And and Disneyland feels like you're in like a four or five block contained area. Yeah. There is definitely a difference there. Stephanie, what's another difference between us? So what I tend to notice a lot in land that I actually love about it is that the characters will roam around a whole lot more. Um, and because you may turn a corner and see Chippendale or, um, you know, the Beast and Gaston is always wandering all around. So that's really neat to be able to see them. Now, what gets tricky versus world is, of course, at world, you know, you know where they're going to be at an exact time and that you're going to get in a line and be able to get a hug, an autograph, everything. Um, whereas you may, your child may say, there's Tinkerbell and want to follow Tinkerbell and she may not stop. So there's like pluses and minuses to it. Um, a lot of times I've seen characters like Peter Pan will just grab a child's hand and kind of walk along. So um, I think that's really neat. The way they kind of handle that makes it sort of magical. Like you don't know who's going to be where. Um, so I think that's that's kind of a neat difference from World. There are some differences in the rides too. The attractions, there are different attractions at Disneyland than there are at Disney World. Mm-hmm. The fact that there's only two parks being four parks would be a major difference. But I find that the original attractions at Disneyland, on the whole, are better than their predecessors. That would be the opposite of what I'm trying to say, as their copies at Disney Mm -hmm. World. So, for example, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, So they're not (laughs) successful successors, right? So, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, right, Uh, at Disneyland, much better at Disneyland, in my opinion. Uh, Haunted Mansion. Slightly better, not a whole lot at Disneyland. So the the rides at Disneyland, I find that are have duplicates at Disney World. I think they're better at Disneyland. I think, uh, and I don't know these numbers. Don't don't quote me exactly, but the the rough numbers are something like eighty percent of Disneyland attendees are pass holders. So these are people who live somewhere not too far away in California, and somewhere in the ballpark of eighty percent of the visitors in Disney World are non pass holders. So they're going for their once-a-year trip or once-in-a-lifetime or once-every-few-year kind of a trip. So just the, even the people you have are different. Yeah, that's and that's a very good point. There is an entitlement to a Disneyland yes. guest that you don't even see at Disney World. There are also these people that walk around with leather jackets or blue jean jackets that have patches on the back of them. Disneyland actually has Disneyland gangs. And this is a big deal. They have a lot of these, of people that are in little gangs, and they have they're almost like motorcycle gangs, where they have like you know like Alice's Lucky Cards or Donald's Aces. I mean, they've got these jackets, and they walk around. And also, you'll notice there's a lot of people who role play at Disneyland. You can wear whatever you want at Disneyland as long as it's modest, and you can and you wouldn't feel out of place at all. You could wear a big bear costume and walk around, and people would be like, huh. There you go. It's it's a very it's a very different place Disneyland is as far as that kind of stuff goes. I've told you the story of us going on Pirates of the Caribbean once and we waited for that front seat. We wanted it and and these girls and they had the gang jackets on. They cut in front of us real fast and got the front seat. And I was like, Ah, Brewer, just don't worry about it. So we got on and we rode behind them and they sat on their phones the entire ride, did not look up once except for one part of the ride where all three of them threw a coin at a certain point in the ride that's apparently something you're supposed to do. So there is a lot of the people that go to Disneyland 
it, have, it, it have been be, raised going there, and right, that's it, what they do. Maybe in your town, people hung out at the mall. Like when, at my my age, right, exactly. my my generation, that's what people did. They hung out at the mall. There are people who just go and hang out at Disney World because it's or Disneyland, excuse me, because it's just something fun to do. It's a place to be. Right. And they're there every Friday or every whatever day that they're. And, they're and there. you may not notice that the first couple of times you go to Disneyland, but once you go to Disneyland for a little bit, you'll definitely be aware of that. Stephanie, you got another difference? I did not see any. I didn't see I've any never. gangs. You didn't see that? Now I'm wishing, I guess I, I mean, should have They're not closer. angry gangs. I mean, I it's not like some bloods or anything. <laughs> I know, but now I'm feeling like I you missed, missed out. out on that culture? Yeah. Uh, anyway, fine. I didn't see them. Maybe they were, maybe they were there. Who knows? Um, well, I do. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Well, that leads me to my next question. Oh. How would I go about joining a Disneyland gang? <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up. That's a good uh, question. No, they they really this thing really can... does exist. It's a it's a social thing. Can you Google it? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. They're all over the place. We'll check it out. What else is different about World and Land, you think? Well, uh, for me, the obvious answer is um at Land you get the nostalgia. Um, you can see the actual, you know, the fire station with Walt's apartment above. I mean, you can't go in it unless you do a special tour. But um, just to, to be able to walk in the actual spots where he walked, um, there's a staircase right as you come in. And if you go Google pictures of Walt on opening day, you can see where he stood. You can stand there, take a picture. Um, and so it's just really um, – it's neat to be able to see the things that he's actually touched. Um, I know we did the little storybook canals, mm-hmm. and we had an, a fabulous tour guide um, or cast member that did our tour, and um, he was just telling us, you know, okay, so this ride right here, Walt actually stepped on here and planted a few things, and so it was neat to be able to hear that and to know that background. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if you're a... a Disney nerd like me, and you can kind of research some of that, um, you know, those early rides and kind of read yeah. about them or watch, you know, there's lots of videos and stuff. They'll um, show you the actual, one of the actual plants that he planted himself on that tour. Yeah, that's cool. It. It's really cool. So I think just the nostalgia of it, and part of that is um, a le- the layout of it is sometimes problematic, I'll just right. say, um, for things like, Actually, finding a bathroom is a bit tricky because sometimes, you know, Walt was like, I don't really care about that. Um, <laughs> you didn't care about bathrooms? That's a paraphrase. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm, that's a, not I, a not direct. I've that quote. That's not, not that. a direct quote I, from I had, him. But I had a quote just like that on my wall at one point. <laughs> in uh, your bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> we don't care about bathrooms. <laughs> we don't care about bathrooms. In a frame? Yeah. Walt yeah. Disney. Yeah. Calligraphy. <laughs> Love it. Dash. <laughs> Walt Disney. So anyway, um, just I think being there where he walked, where he stood. Um, and he, you know, spent so much time, I think is really kind of special. Yeah, I do too. I, I definitely think that. And I felt that over there. And that's one of the reasons I actually, I'm the one person here who probably prefers Disneyland over Disney World because I do like that. And one of the things that Randy was talking about, about the, 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 the parks being smaller, I, they are obviously, but I, I just don't notice that as much, especially when I'm staying there on property. I don't really, I don't really feel that as much. Well, speaking of staying on property, something we should mention is, uh, the proximity to hotels. So there are a few hotels right there on site, right? But 
you can also stay off-site much easier than you can at World. At World, you're driving miles, maybe a dozen miles, you know, to a, to some of the hotels that are that are near Disney World, but still not near Magic Kingdom. Um, and that's just not the case here at Disneyland. No, but there, some of the hotels are like generally right across the street from the main entrance of Disneyland. So we'll let's talk about more of that later. Okay. Shelby, you've got the second question. Well, right? that would lead me to my next question, I think. Okay. If we decided to go to Disneyland, what would be the first thing that I need to do? Call Stephanie. Well, of course. Call a travel agent, obviously, would be your first thing. And then check on flights. But it, it's getting to the point today where you can – some places can find flights to L.A. Mm-hmm. pretty affordable comparatively. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Stephanie. Yeah. I, I mean, I've had clients in, in the past say, it's cheaper for me to fly – California than it is to Florida. Um, and I know that just depends on the time of year and stuff, but, um, yeah, you can find decent flights. Um, but I, I think your first question would be maybe, obviously, if you know your, when you're going is figuring out where you're going to stay. And just as Randy kind of touched on, um, yeah, they have three onsite hotels, Disneyland hotel, California adventure. No, sorry. Not California. California. You were close. California. Grand California. Grand California. You got it. Yeah. Sorry. And Paradise okay. Pier. Yeah. So, um, and those have the same on-site options or amenities, I guess, um, that you can get a lot of times. Um, but anyway, and then you can stay off-site at what are called good neighbor hotels. And a, a lot of them, what good neighbor means is basically Disney has given them their stamp of approval. So there's a certain standard that they have to uphold. Um, but a lot of those are, are walking distance. Um, you really want to use a travel agent to, to find out which ones are because some of them will claim to be close and they are, you know, a little bit further out. Um, what but, they'll do is they measure from the main gate as the crow flies as opposed to how the roads are laid out. So sure. we've, we've stayed – the first time we went to Disneyland, we stayed at a good neighbor hotel that – we had to walk all the way around the back of the mm-hmm. park, which was an excessive walk for my three small children because we thought we were only two miles from the front gate when in actuality we were walking four miles. So it was a bit excessive. Right, right. It's a long way to walk. Yeah, right. it was. So so I would say, too, I, I have been on two trips in the past couple of years, and one of them we stayed at the Grand Californian, which was lovely um, and very close. Um, and then very close meaning inside the actual exactly park. Yeah. yeah they have their own back back way into the parks which is super convenient um, and I loved but on my last trip we stayed at a good neighbor and it was actually a homewood suites that we stayed in which was kind of awesome because you get your breakfast and we just walked one block to the Toy Story parking lot and you take the shuttle they drop you off right at the front gate so that was very convenient too. Yeah, one thing I would suggest if you're looking into a Disneyland hotel, and this is a bit of a deeper kind of uh, figuring out kind of thing, is which side of Disneyland you're staying on. If you're going to stay on, uh, and I don't know the difference between east and west of there, but if you're staying on the main gate side of Disneyland, which would be the side where the entrances of Disneyland and California Adventure are, as opposed to the back end of downtown Disney where uh, the Disneyland hotel is. That's a major difference in walking uh, because the hotels that are on the Disneyland hotel side of Anaheim 
that's a definite further walk. But they're also claiming to be – they're measuring Close. from the distance of yeah. the back corner of the, Disneyland. Yeah. The, the, the closest sidewalk right. that they're Disney not, owns. They're right. not measuring from the front gate, which is a, big, know, deal. a, a big difference. So I'll, I'll add that uh, just for people who may not – you know, who haven't been there, right, but maybe you've been to Disney World – the the proximity of the parks to each other, the the gate of California Adventure to Disneyland, it would be like the front of Magic Kingdom to where you get on the ferry to go across the lake, like the Disneyland right. side of the lake, or the, the Magic Kingdom side of the lake. Like they're right there. They face very each close. other. They face yeah. each other. And there's just kind of like very a. Very close. And that is one of the most convenient. I mean, the convenience <laughs> of Disneyland is is by far the has the advantage oh, over yeah. Disney World. Oh yeah. The the idea that you can you can be at the, the back of Disneyland and be like, hey, let's go ride this ride at California Adventure, and you can be there in seven minutes. Yes, that's a that's a major difference. So, other than the proximity, what's the what's the main benefit of of choosing an on site hotel versus one of the good neighbor? What would you say? Would that's be the a most good important? question. Um, well, with staying on site, you get the extra magic hour in the morning, um, which. You can also get it with some of the packages if you have three days of tickets or more, but it's not quite as good. If you stay on site, you're guaranteed for every morning um, that you're there. Um, And that extra magic hour really makes a huge difference. We noticed um, we had it for one day and we didn't have it for the second day. And it's great because you just get in there and get go ahead and get moving on what you want and, you know, get your fast passes quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the main uh, bonus, I would say, amenity. And I would say that, again, there are less number of people. So at Disney World, you're used to having throngs of people who are all staying in hotels, right? They're all staying right there. And so they're all coming in for the extra magic hour. Many of them are. Um, whereas this, you only have, what, like three hotels, and those are the people coming in for extra magic hour. And the annual pass people who make up the majority of the visitors that day, they're not coming until, you know, they feel like rolling out of bed or whatever. You know, they're not, right. they're not there necessarily first thing in the morning. They were there two weeks ago already. Like, right. they've been there before. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a benefit in the morning and the evening at Disneyland, Disneyland line-wise. The hotels, however, I will say this for the – I will say on the hotels. We've stayed – we've done both. We've stayed at good neighbor hotels in order to save money before, and it is a significant savings mm-hmm. because you're talking the Disneyland Hotel, the Paradise Pier, Grand, Cal- Grand Californian, easily upwards of two to $400 a night easily. for, for mm-hmm. those hotels. And we're talking the uh, Holiday Inn where you can have like a seven-minute walk to Disney, $75 a, free, a night. And a free breakfast. Yeah, I mean, it's a... It's and a, a larger room. $119 a night is, yeah. is what we paid last time. And that was a couple of years ago. But that, that that's a big difference in price. Mm-hmm. Um, it's substantial. Yeah. And, I will and, s- and free parking. Yeah, and, oh, definitely. And all those little things that really add up at some of the other places. Is it parking Is parking free at Disneyland? So, uh, no. Okay. I mean... A lot of the good neighbors, even you have to pay, okay. depending on which ones. There's a few you don't. We always stayed at Embassy Suites. It was fantastic, by the way. I, I will say, staying there's nothing like staying at the Disneyland Hotel, in my opinion. We we've stayed at every, pretty much every, you know, hotel, with the exception of Grand Floridian, and we but we've stayed at a lot of the higher, nicer Disney. The nostalgia Disneyland Hotel was just incredible. We just. I mean, you just felt like you wake, w- woke up every morning and you were where Walt was. And it was just 
I have loved that. That's our favorite place to stay, Disneyland Hotel. Awesome. You have another one? Yes, I have another question. Um, okay, so what is the difference between tickets? Disney World, you know, we're used to buying a pass. Sometimes you park hop. You don't have to. Um, how many days should we be going since it's such a, you know, there's only two parks. How many days do you go? How do tickets work? Do I need to park hopper? Those kinds of things. Well, yeah, I think first, before you figure out which tickets, you need to kind of decide how long your trip is going to be. Um, and and we may disagree on this, but, I mean, I think three days is pretty adequate. You can stay longer and do, you know, a little bit more details. But I think three days is a really good amount of time. I think if you stay three days, you'll have done everything. I think if you go to Disney World and you stay a week, you will not have done everything. Mm-hmm. You, there'll still be plenty you didn't do. I think I, you tell me if I'm wrong, but like three days, you'll have you'll have ridden every ride, you saw every show. I mean, if you, you've done it all. Meet every character. No, I I uh, think that every is accurate to a level. I I think that for us Disneyland, the perfect time was five days. Because we're we're just immersive park people. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do we're gonna do Disneyland until we're sick of it, and so we do you know we do that, and then we're gonna take one day, and we're gonna especially if you're staying on site, we're gonna take one day just at that hotel, especially if we're at the Disneyland hotel, and we're gonna check out Trader Sam's, and we're gonna be at you know the the monorail pool. Uh, so definitely, but I would say. That you guys might be the exception. We are yeah. definitely the exception. But I do agree. I mean, there are enough things that you could do um, and right. really dig yeah. into it. But I think, like, just for, like, the first-time family, maybe, like, not quite as Disney nerds. Right. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. Three days maybe, would be fine. Yeah. I, I've been probably four or five times. And every time I've gone, it's been for one day. And I was not able to do everything. But I left that day going, I did the big stuff. I, I did most of the big stuff, and I needed a second day. I could have probably rounded out most everything, and the third day would have been taking it easy. I guess you know? the difference between the Dis- when we go to Disneyland and Disney World, I feel like at Disneyland I want to just go there and relax because I know I can do everything. Yeah. And when I get there, I'm we we want multiple. We're going to be at the pool a couple of days. We're going to just enjoy it. We, it is so much more relaxed. Because we do have that in the back of our head that we're going to get everything done. In Disney World, it's almost like you get there and it's ready, set, go. Yes. And mm-hmm. you're like yep. trying to get everything you want done. You still want that relaxed day, but it's going to be one day. At Disneyland, we we could take half day and go to the park at you know 12 and feel really good about that day. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. Well, and I think too, just to throw this out there is you know of course we are all in nashville and with the time difference um it really works to our advantage in the morning so like if you can really get in there first thing in the morning hit it hard and then if you want to take a break and go back to your hotel for a little while um i think you can use that also to your advantage um as and you can do that really easy at the at yeah. disneyland mm-hmm. yeah like at disney uh, Magic Kingdom, in order to do that, you'd want to stay at one of the monorail resorts. If you, if you really wanted to go back and take a nap and head back in, you know, you can go back to, to a, a monorail resort in, you know, five or ten minutes. It's like that for pretty much all the hotels at Disneyland. Like, they're all right there. Right. So, real quick, sorry, I don't want us to get off of the question, too, but talking about tickets then, um, 
there's there are two different routes you can go. A lot of people will do base tickets and do one park each day, um, which is what we did on our last trip. And I'll just tell you that that might have been a mistake. Um, reason being, um, we'll talk in a minute about Max Pass. Um, and a, a lot of times it works to your advantage. With the having that close proximity, if one park runs out of fast passes, it's super easy to just go back. We Let's go back to Disneyland. Um, and you could do that. Um, we got into a little bit of a jam because we got to the point where we were using tons and tons and tons of fast passes, but it got to be like 7 o'clock, and we were like, there's nothing left. Um, <laughs> you run over there. So, yeah. So that's what I would say would work to your advantage of, of having – park hoppers at Disneyland um, because it's not like world where at world it's going to take you a good, I don't know, 30 to 45 minutes to get from one park to another. Mm -hmm. Um, Unless of course you Uber or whatever, but still. Um, So I think definitely I would tell people it's, it's better to go ahead and get the park hopper. How much more is the park hopper? Um, I wish you would not have asked me that. um, (laughs) Well, Randy will have that answer in about five minutes for you. The money man, um, we'll tell us. So you look that up um, and tell us what it is. Okay. Yeah, I will. But what I want to talk about, sorry, I'm just jumping out there, that I'm okay. super excited about is the Max Pass um, because we did add the Max Pass, and it is amazing. So real quick to backtrack, the way Land does their Fast Passes is sort of the, um, what would you call it, the old school paper paper but old school um you run up to the way. kiosk and right so you yeah so you're you're at their liberty of what's left and timing so you've got to go up to each little kiosk put your ticket in and then it spits out whatever time your fast pass is so that's the way that they typically do it um if you add the max pass which is 15 dollars per person per day um you are able to book fast passes through your app um, and it's just a little bit different. I would say it's more like Disney World's setup. Um, and it's just easier. You don't have to run from one place to another. Um, it's all on your app. And um, you can look on there. Um, it works a little bit the same as World. Once you've used yours in your window, time window, you can go back and book one at a time through the app. Um, but we, uh, it took us maybe an hour to really get it to a good system. Um, and of course it was just my husband and I, um, but we got to the point where like if you pull them up and it looks like there's not an option you like, you just sit there and refresh it. Like you get in a line for something and you sit there and refresh it and things would pop up. We, um, one day ended up riding the Incredicoaster five times in a row and the wait time was 75 minutes. Oh, wow. So, Wow. I would say, hands down, it is worth the extra money so for that. So bo- both of my partners here at my practice uh, went earlier this year, and neither one of them got that option. And they were complaining. Like my, my brother was saying that he had to wait in line for, I think it was 45 minutes, to get the fast pass for the – you know, the, the one of the rides. Guardians of the Galaxy. Cars. Yeah. It was the cars. Cars, yeah, yeah. cars, same thing. Yeah, I – yeah, California Screaming or the Incredicoaster is my favorite ride in all of Disney. It's just me. It's my opinion. All you of Disney, like all around the okay. world, like every, every ride it. ever. I have yeah. to tell you, they're awesome, Incredicoaster. But the the Guardians great. ride, 
is phenomenal. It puts Tower, Tower of Terror to shame. I, I was, yes, before I read it, I was like, how can you improve on Tower of Terror? It's amazing. Well, I did. Guess what? <laughs> it is unbelievable. Like, we wrote it so many times in a row. I was like, this is so good. We wrote it so often that we heard every song. Yeah. Like, because they've got, like, six yes. different songs. They have six different songs. And yeah. So we heard and it's And the ride's completely different. Every I time. don't want to give it away, but. Right, yeah. Um, but it is so good. I mean, it's so good. Um, so what I, I got off track. What were we talking about? I, I was like guardians. Yes. You it's so good. Pass. Max you were pass. wrapping up your max. Okay. Pass discussion. So anyway, your pro max pass hands down. And it's like how much max pass it's $15 per person per day. Um, and when we, we went back in April and it was 10 still worth $15 a person per day. Um, it's so worth it. It is if you're a if you're a family like yours. See, Amanda and I we're not big riders. I don't know why I did the pause there. We, I mean, we could we're content with just walking around Disneyland and going to country. Well, there's no country bridge Emory. We're content to just go into the shows, Tiki Room, just walking where walk walk. And we're weird like that. We literally could yeah. care less if we got a fast pass for a big ride. We're just there to be there. And we're, we're like the people that go to the mall and watch people and don't actually shop. <laughs> we're, we're weird like that. Well, that we, that's my, my question about that is if it's only $15, why would anybody not get the max pass? And it, it makes me think like. Well, because there's four in my family. You just up my ticket price by 60 bucks per day. I'm going to be there three days. You just up my price of my trip by $180. That's why. <laughs> now, it's, it still might be worth it, but. I would just I would feel why. like a majority of the people would have it, and so it makes me wonder no. what the system's like. I don't know. I don't know what percentage, but when we were there, like people had no idea because I would it be was, in line. It's still relatively new. It is. it is. I would be in line when people were like, "What do you What do you keep doing?" I was like, "Oh, I'm just keep booking fast passes <laughs> like a maniac." Well, is there a limit? Like you can book as many as you want? No, there's no limits wow. until they run out. Gotcha. So. Well, just on your ticket price, just to answer your question, where this originally started. Um, is a a two day ticket is going to be two twenty five, uh, with the hopper it's two eighty, so a difference of what would that be sixty bucks fifty five bucks, so versus at Disney World I think it's a sixty dollar add on for the park hopper so it's about mm, the same 70, price seventy but but the difference is it's going to be uh you, you're actually going to hop it at at land like like you're going to go back and you can go back and forth multiple times a day i mean it's just it's like going from one side of animal kingdom to the other like it's mm-hmm. just that's the distance it's not that far okay here's my two cents worth too if you had to choose between getting the hopper and getting the max pass i would say hands down max pass Ooh. Hmm. wow that would be cheaper so i'm just saying like if you are on a tight budget, and you had to pick one or the other, I would definitely say do the max pass. Good cool. to know. So, uh, obviously, we go to Disney World a lot. One of my favorite things about it is booking restaurants, eating food. What's the food like at Disneyland? You know, um, we actually were super excited because they were having the food and wine festival when we were there. Really? And it was, it's a whole different kind of scene from World's Food and Wine Festival. I mean, you still have a, a little bit more people, but um, kind of similar in that you have the different booths and lots of different food options. Um, so we loved that because we, for at least one meal, just kind of got several different snacks and shared them. 
Um, one of the ones I remember that was really, really super good is they had a ghost pepper macaroni and cheese, mm. and it was really good. It was spicy, but it was good. That's interesting. Um, and that just a lot of really neat, unique things. So obviously that's just for one time period, but, um, they have, they do have really good options as far as quick service. Um, they're known for, of course, the corn dogs, and which we did have a corn dog <laughs> and the churros and the churros, every kind of flavor of churro you could ever dream of. I didn't know there were different flavors of churros. Oh, there are, there they, are they had a spicy one. They had a. Chocolate-covered peanut butter one. They, mm. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many different churros, flavors of churros. Chimichangas, corn dogs. It's it's a different. Their carts are a different vibe. Their restaurants are a different vibe. A lot of their restaurants, from from our experience, I guess we've been to Disneyland ten or eleven times, and it feels like the restaurants there are very similar. I, we feel like at least there's not a huge difference between the restaurants within the parks. Uh, but there, it feels like there's a lot of um, – it feels like not not necessarily Liberty Tree, but almost garden grill type food, like home cooking type of food at a lot of their restaurants. The exception would be uh, the, the Mexican restaurant there in, in – uh, uh, As an Italian place in yeah. California Adventure. There's, but there's not a lot of unique places yeah. from my experience. The, the – the Blue Bayou is there, and that's really neat. And we ate at Blue Bayou a couple of times. That's one where you get to you get to see the ride go by. As far as it's it's we, a lot like. I, can I just yeah. tell yeah. you, go we ahead. had Squid Ink Pasta. Wow! At Blue Bayou, and how that's was interesting. it? Interesting. Um, delicious. Oh, that's fantastic. It was black. Yeah. I mean, like Squid Ink Pasta. Now, Blue, yeah. Blue Bayou is going to be your most expensive, one of your most expensive restaurants yeah. at Land. It yes. would be what we would call a two credit. All right. Here at Disney World, but it's a. Uh, it's right in there, similar to the to the Mexico ride at uh, Epcot. It would be like that at Pirates of the Caribbean in Disneyland, which is really neat. You mentioned the Food and Wine Festival, and that makes me think of Epcot and the World Showcase. How do they set up a Food and Wine Festival at Disneyland? I'm just curious. It's just a little different. Obviously, they don't have the countries, but there's sort of is a major walkway um, at California Adventure, and they basically have like kind of like. In Epcot, the smaller booths. Where where is that? Is it in Bear um, Country or in the Boardwalk no. or is it right there in front of the? It's more of clo- close to the Boardwalk kind of area. Um, that pier right there. The, yeah, we, we yeah. over overlook yeah. the lake. And yeah, the and they have a, the stage set up over there for. They had s- several different musical acts that came okay. in. Um, we did not stay to listen to them because we were busy riding rides, but. I will say at World, again, there's a sense of you're kind of trapped. Like, you're not going to go to lunch and drive 20 minutes to go to the restaurant outside of Disney World. You're, you're, you're going to eat lunch at Disney World. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and they, these, uh, the restaurants at Disney World get a big reputation. And so, you book those. Like, if you want to be at certain restaurants at Disney World, you need to be booking, you know, what was it, six months in advance, like mm-hmm. whatever, 180 days. days. Well, you know, whatever the limit, you better be calling. If you're going to be to Ohana, you better be calling. At Disneyland, it's 60 days. And you can probably, even the the highest demand restaurants, you might not have to book it the first day. Uh, Blue like, Bayou, you do. Maybe you bo- Blue Bayou. At but, some point. But, but that may be the only one. Like, like mm-hmm. it's just not as busy. It's not, it's not the thing. And yeah, it's not a thing. That's the, that's the biggest 
difference is right. the dining is a thing at Disney World. Right. It's not a thing yeah. at Disneyland. Well, and you had mentioned in Disney World, you know, being a two-credit meal. What's what's the dining plan situation at Disneyland? Is there any kind of plan you can get? Is there any no, they add-on? Don't, they, they don't have a plan per se. A lot of times if you book a package, you can buy a voucher for some of the character breakfasts. Um, and, you know, the prices vary on those. But really, that's your only option. Um, if you go during that um, food and wine festival, you can purchase, like, a whole, um, oh, I don't know what you call it, little cards where you get, like, eight different items, and they'll pull off a, a little card each time. Um, but that's not really a dining punch, plan. Punch card? Yeah, it's kind of like a punch card. A yeah, yeah. On and those it, character meals, though, the character meals at Disneyland will give you more characters. I will say that. You'll get... You just never know who's going to be at your character meal at Disneyland. You could do Goofy's breakfast, which is in the Disneyland hotel. And but you, could have, really have. you could have Baloo, King Louie. You could have. But they don't have. They don't have a Cinderella breakfast or no. A, they don't. It's you know. It's, they've got it's everybody. But they've got no. They've got Ariel's. They've got Ariel's breakfast over. They have Ariel's, and they mm-hmm. did just open a new princess one. Oh, that's um, great. But we we didn't go. We didn't do any character dining on this trip. We've done the Goofy's uh, breakfast. That's the only yeah. one we've done out there. But I do have to say, in California Adventure, we ate at Lamplight Lounge, which is really neat. It's kind of Pixar. It's kind of a Pixar-decorated right. um, place, and it was awesome. We sat outside, and you could see Mickey's Big Wheel um, and the sun setting, and we had some great lo- that's new, right? lobster nachos. Yeah, that's neat. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a, just a couple of years old. Yeah. It's pretty new. Well, all right. So let's let's go a little bit. Oh, one more food thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. We cannot leave without saying the Jolly Roger Bakery. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Jolly Roger is awesome. Yeah. You can get anything in there, and it's good. They have the famous Matterhorn macaroons. Matterhorn mm. macaroons. Which I, um, that's a challenge to say. Are so good. They're really, really. Can really I just good. say the Matterhorn? Is the is the most painful ride I've ever ridden. Yes, hmm. I always come out of that bruised or bloody or one of the other. That's how I feel about Space Mountain. I, I had I I was blood was oozing oh, from okay. my elbow one time when I <laughs> rode. That's the disgusting. Uh, thank you for I that. I went to the first aid and they were like, "Here's a band aid." You know, Disney World, they'd be yeah. like, "Sir, don't don't sue us. Here, take this." You know, at let me wrap that like, up with yeah. gauze and. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Stephen was asking for deeper mm-hmm. dive kind of information. Yeah. So let's give them some thoughts or some things we've noticed that are that maybe off the beaten path. Maybe things you can see in the park that you hadn't seen before. Maybe I don't know some tips, tricks. What are some tips or tricks for Disneyland that you would suggest, Stephanie, Randy? Do you want to start or you want me to start? You you throw You're one be out there. You'll get well. I, there's just uh, there's a lot of things there. Uh, being that it's a, a park that is so different, absolutely the first one I would say is uh, ride the train. The train is different at Disneyland. There is uh, there is some interesting things. I'm, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's some interesting oh, things yeah. on the train. So just ride the train and just look around and enjoy it. Uh, you can skip the train at Disney World all you want. Disneyland, <laughs> ride the train. Well, I hope this isn't a spoiler about the train, but I'm just going to say – when you're at the train station, at first we were like, what is that noise? There's like a tap, 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 tap. We're right. like, what is it? And, but we were there for a hot minute. 
Right. And so we kept hearing it and hearing it. We're like, what is this? So I went back and researched, and it was like Morse code. Mm -hmm. It was something that Walt said on opening day. That's right. But it's kind of annoying. I'm just saying when you're standing there for when you're standing there for a while. But I agree a hundred percent about ride the train because there is cool stuff. Yeah, and also the Lily Bell. Uh, caboose on the train. It's open on only certain days of the year. They don't have air conditioning, so if the if the if it gets above like seventy five degrees, they won't open it up. But if you ask, and it's a day that it's open, you can ride in the caboose. That's uh, was specially named after uh, Walt's lady, and uh, she that was her uh, that was her place. There's that's no cool. air conditioning in Disneyland, and there is the no air conditioning on pretty much anything at Disneyland, even the monorail, which is a little tip for you you get in the monorail it is not air and the windows are open in the monorail i don't want to backtrack but i want to say to steven you cannot miss the mickey beignets okay and they have seasonal flavors at new orleans yes in new orleans the part of the park at disneyland new orleans you can get like three of them or you can get a whole bag for your whole family or yourself and hide them but they're so good they and they yes. had butterscotch. My Ooh. son Battle had to have that every day, the beignets. From oh, they're there. so good. Mm. All right, so okay. wh- what else, Randy? You got one, or are you going to pass? You know, I don't know that I do. I, I will say um, you can do the mobile ordering there now. So you can do your mobile ordering for your Dole Whip and uh, not have to wait in that long line. So there's a little tip. Oh, speaking of Dole Whips, here's a little tip on that. You can go inside the Tiki Room ride, and the line's going to be a lot shorter than the line outside the Tiki Room line because the Dole Whip concession is right outside the Tiki Room. The show and the Tiki Room is a lot different. Um, Jesse, you'll never know that, but the the, nope. the show inside the and the Tiki Room is a lot different once you go in the kiosk where the idols just talk. It's pretty cool. It just talks about what are the Polynesian gods and goddesses, which was very informative and fun. I like the Tiki Room. Waiting area there. Hmm. Stephanie, um, just random things. I'm I am actually looking through my pictures just to like jog my memory Remember on things. cool, interesting things. I think you have to go in the little tiny magic shop. Sure you do. That Steve Martin worked in and just go in there and they'll do a magic trick. It's just a neat little tiny little magic shop. There thinking. are a lot of things on Main Street there that you want to just walk through and see, like the glass makers and the the blacksmith oh, yeah. and things like that mm-hmm. that they don't have at Disneyland and or think, Disney World. You know, in, on Main Street, they have that really neat door that's the casting agency. Right. Which, if you're into Instagram, that's a really cool Instagram or family pick. All the names on the door, on the windows there at Disneyland, just like Disney World, are names of people who are Disney legends. If you go to the uh, the, the uh, drawbridge, there actually works. I think that's cool. And then there's the little Snow White area to the right of the castle that a lot of people totally miss. There's a well that uh, you can it used to, and I don't know if it still does this, but you used to get throw a quarter down there, and you would hear Snow White sing her little da 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 da, and that was really cool. And sometimes the evil queen will be over there. She okay if you're standing in front of it and look up at the window at certain times. Oh, the Snow White ride. Yeah, is that no, what I was talking, talking about, about? The castle. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, Sorry. no, no. Keep I'm going talking about the that. Snow White scary adventure. Correct. If you stand there and look up at the windows. She will peek out, and then you'll see it. It's pretty neat. Right, and if you rub the golden apple, lightning will strike, and she will laugh. Mm-hmm. you got to cool. see the golden apple. Hey, can I backtrack on one thing? Sure. I want to make sure that we're legit and we don't mess up. I said it was the Jolly Roger Bakery. It's not. 
Oh. It's the Jolly Holiday Bakery. Okay, that's okay? interesting. I want our readers, I mean listeners, whatever, <laughs> viewers, whatever, I want them to know that we are trying to be just right there on top of it. Right, okay? right. So, we do not produce a transcript of our podcast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so in, if you're riding Winnie the Pooh and you're exiting that ride, now that ride is in the back. It's in a different place totally than it would be at Disney World. At mm-hmm. Disneyland, it's back in Critter Country, which is an exclusive area of the park that they don't have at Disney World where Splash Mountain and the Hungry Bear Cafe and Winnie the Pooh ride are. And if you're riding Winnie the Pooh and you're about to leave the Heffalump and Woozle area <laughs> and you look back behind you, you have to turn over one of your shoulders, you look up on the wall and there's Biff, Melvin, and Buff, the Country Bear Jamboree, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. uh, Talking uh, Moose, uh, Bison, and I forget the other, Deer. And it's Melvin, Buff, and I can't remember the other one's name. I said Biff. That's not right. But they're there. They're hanging out there and uh, for everyone to see. Uh, and and there's a lot of really cool things like that at Disneyland that you could talk about. Um, just like, especially over at California Adventure or Disneyland where the Indiana Jones area is, there's some stuff you could check out. There's some there's some uh, there's like codes on the wall that you could figure out where Indiana Jones has written stuff to merit to to uh, somebody. It's that's really fascinating. Are there um, are there tours that you can take at Disneyland like you can take it at, at, at World? Yeah, yes. there's several. Yeah, <laughs> we both said yes. <laughs> I know you're about to ask me the names of them. I'm not. I can't remember. There's a uh, walking in Walt's footsteps, I believe. Um, which I think on that tour at times you can go tour his apartment. Um, it depends a lot of times on condition and what they're, what they're doing. Um, and then I've done the VIP tour, but you can't really beat. I mean, having, having someone take you through on all the rides is pretty amazing. Um, but there are several other ones as well. Do you know? Yeah, there's a one. There's one over Halloween that they do where it's uh, d- uh, Halloween at Disney, and they have uh, Mr. Gracie actually leads you through. Of course, a cast member dressed as Mr. Gracie leads you through the parks with a candle, which is really cool. Uh, and uh, there, there are a few other tours like that. Um, anyways, uh, I will say for for one of my big ones. Now, I always tell people this. They don't listen to me. They come back and they say they didn't do it. It is worth your trip to jump on the Disneyland monorail in the back of Disneyland and to uh, take the 20 or 30-step walk over to the Disneyland Hotel and go to Trader Sam's by the pool. Walk into the bar there and just sit down and watch people order drinks and just enjoy that atmosphere for about 30 minutes. You will not regret it. It is so much fun. It's to me, it's better than any show at Disneyland to just sit in Trader Sam's and watch what happens in that bar because it is the it is what Walt originally intended for the Tiki Room, and it's really cool. There is one at Disney World now. It's the Grog Grotto, but it's and it's neat. It's very neat, but the original is the original. So there you go. Good. I okay. Like it. Well, I want to throw something out there real quick too. Is you know you're, you're talking briefly, Todd, about rides that are better um <clears throat> excuse me at land and i would say hands down it's a small world yes. oh yeah definitely. so much better and so hold on <coughs> sorry um like just kind of a neat fun thing you can do if you have smaller kids is um 
within it's a small world they have lots of the small world characters that are disney yes, characters from movies and yeah from the disney movies and that's Aww. really fun because if you have little ones you can be like look for what characters and you're like mm-hmm. look there's mowgli or there's ariel and some of so them are right. obvious and some of them are a little bit more subtle but that's really kind of a fun like game within mm-hmm. the ride um, that we love doing. I'll tell you one that we haven't seen and we regret because we haven't seen this yet because we always go there over Labor Day weekend and they've always got it closed for to uh, the Haunted Mansion is always closed over Labor Day weekend in order for them to get the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay ready, which is incredible. If you're in a Nightmare Before Christmas, you need to see that. But the the Hatbox Ghost has been put into the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. If you don't know what that is, just Google it. It's a fascinating story. They, a lot of people didn't think it existed. There's proof that it existed. So they've re- re- done it. So the scene after the attic scene in the Haunted Mansion has the Hatbox Ghost in it. And I want to see that. It's a bucket list thing for me. Awesome. So. Okay. Can I throw another yeah, one? one I'm sorry. I'm like... I feel like we might have to do Well, two, this was the purpose of the... He wanted I to get. Dive. I want to give him good stuff. Okay, on the carousel... Oh, yeah. You have to look for Mary Poppins' horse. And it's Jingles is the horse's name. And you have to look for the one that's got bells all over it. And it has um, MP on it. Um, and that's Mary Poppins' horse. Yeah, and when Julie Andrews would come to the park, that's the one she would ride. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of a fun little neat fact. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just a lot of stuff at Disneyland that we could probably – and I'm going to kick myself after this podcast because I'm going to be talking about the ones. You remember in the, when they were offering the suite to people mm-hmm. during the year of a million dreams? The suite at Disneyland is not at Cinderella's Castle. It's above Pirates of the Caribbean. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, it is. Because – Why? <laughs> There's not enough room in the castle. The dream suite. On our trip two years ago when we did have the VIP tour – we kept saying, will you please show us the dream suite? Will you please show us? And he's like, I'll have to see. Well, it just so happened that was the same time that Johnny Depp was there. Oh, wow. And guess what? He was staying in the dream suite. Oh, well. And he was on, that was when he was on Pirates. And we were like, oh, you That's... ruined it, Johnny Depp. But we did get to see him. You saw him, actually? Oh, I have videos. Yeah. That's crazy. He came out on the balcony of Pirates and did this whole spiel for about 30 minutes. It was amazing. Wow. But we didn't get to see the dream suite. <laughs> but I got to see, see him. You saw him. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. So one thing I will say, another big difference between Disneyland and Disney World is just the random animatronics and random thought they put into the park that you don't see at Disney World so much. Um, Disneyland will have, you'll be like walking and there's a random animatronic of Figaro just kind of, standing up somewhere or the Cheshire cats grinning from you from a, and that's really neat. And also the little princess show they do every day there right to the left of the castle as you're going in the park, the princess fairy time fair. Is that right? Stephanie, do you know what I'm talking about? The little show they do there with the minstrels and the princesses. And I'm not sure we missed that. Oh, are you serious? You missed one we of the best it. things I, well, ever. Thank you. Thank you for telling me that. I really, <laughs> they do different I really shows every day. That. They usually they rotate princess stories. They'll do Rapunzel, wow, thank Beauty you. and the Beast, and they have the actual princesses, and then they have the much like the Frozen uh, attraction at Disney World. It's that with different stories at Disneyland out oh, there right oh, next to well, the castle. Shoot. And it's awesome. All right. So we were riding stuff. So cool. I feel like I Don't have more. Don't miss that. I have way more. Oh, I mean, like, 
Stephen, we need to give him this stuff, right? Well, why don't Stephen just call you and then? Well, he has. <laughs> oh, there <But> you go. <laughs> <laughs> he has. Okay, let me throw this out there. You have to go buy Ghirardelli. You have to get, get your, your sample. Yeah. And you also, they also have the bakery that's right there, which you can do a like tour. It's like a walk through. You just walk through it. And they have, if you want, you can get a sourdough Mickey. I mean, it's a big, let me show you. It's a big old <laughs> Oh, yeah, the bakery. Ginormous yeah. Mickey head. So if you've got a bunch of kids and you get one of these, you're set for at least a couple of hours. <laughs> Just pick, keep picking off Mickey. Um, it's, it's awesome tips. Okay, California Adventure also. Um, Mickey's Wheel of Death, as I like to call oh, it. Oh, awesome. I love it. They changed um, the name because they made it um, Pixar. And I don't have it in front of me. Have they changed all the, the <laughs> compartments to Pixar characters? Um, they oh, please don't tell have me they did that. changed. Yes, oh, they have. They did. Um, but I have to tell you, the reason it's called Mickey's Wheel of Death oh, uh-huh. is it is literally the scariest thing I have ever <laughs> ridden. And I love I, riding that ride. I will ride lots of rides, but y'all, I almost... It was scary. What's so, so scary about it? So it's a, it's a big Ferris wheel. Okay. And so there are... Um, uh, it's the iconic part. It's the right. iconic look of California right. uh-huh. It's called Pixar Pal Around. And so they they have different gondolas, right? And so you can you get different lines. And then the gondola goes around the outside of the wheel and goes all the way around. So I thought. And then Half I got on, a, on the ride. And it goes around. Everything's fine. And some of the gondolas... Then start rolling and swing towards the center of the wheel and back around. And I screamed like a little Mm -hmm. girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You have a choice. When you get go up to the ride, you have a choice. It's green or red. It's like green or red for mission space. Swing or non-swing. Swing or non-swing. I'm just telling you. Oh, green or orange. Sorry. Thank you, Shelby. It it (laughs) not much scares me. That thing scares me to death. I love it. So you can choose to just go around the normal way. Right, around the normal way. Or, or you, you can, can do get one that, one. that will mm. kind of move around. But I'm just, it, it, I can't describe how scary it is, but it's like you're, so you fun. fall backwards and you can't see where you're going is, is the only way I can describe it. Yeah, my problem is I didn't know they moved. And so mm. I, I didn't know that I'd got on a swinging one. Well, like, I was well aware. I knew, and it's still b- both times. Scared that <laughs> scared me to death. I'm just gonna say, so, ride I, it. It's a must do. I, it is definitely a, for me. It's a must do, and I hate heights. But you have I, to do it once. I loved least. just being on it and watching the people that were on the thing with me yeah. freak out because <laughs> I was. I refused to freak out on rides. These people were just. I was scared, but they were freaking out, and I just enjoyed it. I just laughed like a little girl the whole time. Oh, so you funny. laughed like a little girl. Yeah, Randy I, screamed like a little girl. That's right. There I were laughed. girls all over our rides. All right. Okay. Well, all right. I think we've we've exhausted this. I think for tonight. I think so. For tonight. Hey, it was awesome though. I want to go can't check it out now. Wait to go to Disneyland yeah. for the first time. Anybody? I, I'm the only person that feels this way at this table. But wants I, to get me out. Well, there. you am, can't speak for yourself. No, he, wait, he, I mean he, you he, can. I actually only, can. Speak let me for correct. <laughs> yeah. You can only speak. <laughs> well, you've told me before you like Disney World better. I know, Uh-oh. but I just recently went to oh, land no. again. Uh oh. Is she changing? And I, I'm a believer. I loved it. All right. I mean, there you I, go. I don't, I don't you know if it's face. number one, but it was. If I, if somebody said you got five grand, okay, you go, you can go to one or the other. Five grand. Where are you going? I you think can, I would go to land. I would no, too. I, I would think not. I would. No. 
All right. Yeah. See, to, now would, the majority would, of people who have been to both. At I this would probably, table. If, if somebody said, hey, here's $5,000, you've got to go to Disney World or Disneyland tomorrow, I'd go to Disneyland. I haven't been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. WDW <laughs> for families signing off tonight. You're never too old to wish upon a star.